Welcome to Cheers. I'm your host, Avery Woods. Hi guys, welcome back to the Cheers Podcast. I am your host, Avery Woods, and today I got my coat Cody here. Yay. Yay. If you guys don't know who my Cody is, this is Ashley Adkins, who's my closest and longest friend. Really, you yeah. are. Yeah. Because like, true. I don't talk to anyone as long as I've ever talked to you. I know. So I wanted her on the podcast because, first of all, I think it's so fun to talk about how we met. You guys can learn more about Ash, our family. We've really had like a blended family. We've yeah. raised our kids together since yeah. they were born. And also her career because she is an adult ICU nurse. So mm-hmm. let's cheers. Oh. I got my uh, Blue Lagoon here and Cootie has her broken straw. My, my Target water that you got me. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Cootie. All right. So, oh yeah, ASMR. Yeah, that's my favorite part of Are the episode. Are you going to do it? Okay, do it. Wow, that was actually a really good one. Yeah, that's my favorite part. How you start your episode? Oh, you like it? I love oh, the you're so cute. part. Yeah. She's the most supportive friend ever because she listens to everything I do. And that picture you sent me of Jesse was which one? Oh, yeah, for <laughs> real. He was sitting on the couch on YouTube watching the podcast. Oh, yeah, because like our husbands are just not into stuff like this. No, they're not. And so the fact that he was watching it, I just wanted to die. It was so cute. Yeah. Because he's like my brother. Yeah. And so it was just the best. Yeah, he loves it. Okay, so, oops, I'm kicking the table. For those that don't know who you are, give a little self-introduction. So I'm Ashley. (laughs) AKA (laughs) AKA Coat Cody. Coat Cody. Yeah, we call each other cooties. How did they even start? I think Jesse you was and just... Jesse would talk to each other like that. Yeah, and then you guys started kind of copying. And then us. we kind of just started calling you guys that, and then Jesse started calling me that, and then David started calling you that, and then David's just Chris. Because... No, we call Quiz. <laughs> Quiz C W I S. Yeah, yeah. I know people in public. They're probably like, "What? Why yeah, are you calling yeah." Those names. It's because David's middle name's Christopher, and I think Ash just I think was like, "Quit, hey Quiz." <laughs> And then it started yeah. pissing him off, so yeah. we just kept it to keep bothering him. Anything that pisses him off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm Ashley. I'm turning 30 in a couple of days. Yeah. That's a big, big Her birthday's deal. coming up. Um, and, yeah, I've been born and raised in Arizona. I've been married to my husband for 10 years next month, which mm-hmm. is also really crazy. Yeah. Um, got two kids, same age as Avery's kids. And then I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for – this would be my ninth year of being That's a nurse. That's crazy. It's yeah, I'm like getting old and crusty. You're not old and crusty. Yeah, please look at her and she's turning 30 and she's fucking 12 years old. Yeah. Well, which that's, yeah, thank you. She has no idea what's happening for her birthday, but I told her it's the best present I've ever gotten anyone before. Scott can attest to that. I know I'm excited, but I like surprises, so I don't yeah. want to know anything. Yeah. No, and she we were just talking about this before we started filming, but Ash is the hardest working person, but she will never spend any money on herself. So when holidays come up, I'm the most excited to shop for her. I don't even like my kids, whatever. She is so fun to shop for because she opens everything and she's like a kid. She's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then she'll make whatever I I get her. Like if it's skincare makeup, she'll make it last like seven years. No, I literally do. I literally do. I I love it about you though. Yeah. Well, 
I swear every time someone asks me like, where'd you get that shirt or where did you get that bag or lip gloss? Yeah. And I'm like, Avery got oh. it for me. <laughs> See, that's my I don't favorite, buy any of my own stuff. But I love it because every time I clean out my closet, like even the other day, I was like, do you need scrub? She's like, no. But like uh, if I clean out my closet, like my PR drawer, if I don't give it to her, I give it to like her mother-in-law, her I know, mom, I know. the whole family. <laughs> Everyone has benefited. <laughs> yeah. No, but I love it because I think the reason we're so close is – we are we have so many similarities, but we're also so opposite Very that I feel opposite, like we yeah. balance each other out really well. Yeah, it's like being it, married to your Yeah, it's best literally like we're married. Yeah. Which is why it's funny because we always say Jesse and I have the same her husband's name is Jesse, by the way, for those that don't know. Yeah. We have like the same personality and then Ash and David have the same personality. Yeah. So which is why we could never be married to each other's oh spouses. Because I would if I was married to Jesse, that would be it for me. Uh, no, I would. I think I would just die of the amount of adrenaline that would be occurring in our lives that I couldn't handle it. We always say like, okay, obviously this would never happen, but like you and Jesse would literally kill each other the first day. Yeah. Like you'd be divorced, like kicked out. What's like, that TLC would be show? Broken. Wife Swap. That one show that used oh to be on gosh. TLC. Yeah, that and, if that happened, we would. Yeah. And David and I would literally have a clean house. We'd be sitting on the couch bored and be like, "You want to go anywhere?" No. Now. All right. Good night. Also, <laughs> Jesse and I would be so in debt and um, Ashley and David would be multimillionaires because oh, they would wouldn't spend so a fucking yeah. dime on anything. We'd be very bored, but we'd be rich and our house would be clean. Right? Hey, that's all that matters. Oh my God. Okay. So you were born and raised in Arizona. Yes. And tell me about your childhood before we talk about how we met. Um, I had a great childhood. Honestly, I have nothing really to like... You know, and people have major things that stick out. I have, I'm the oldest of four. So I have three younger brothers. Um, one of my brothers has autism. So that was always really special growing mm -hmm. up. Still is. Shout out Austin. We yeah. love you. Yes, we love Austin. Austin's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I was the oldest. I was the only girl. I have three younger brothers. So I was basically in charge. But. And your, your guys' age gaps are insane. Yeah. Aren't they like... Seven seven years between me and the fourth one, which is less crazy. than crazy. Yeah, shout out Sita. Yeah, Sita. Sita is Becky, who's Ash's mom, but yeah. we call her Sita because that's what the kids call her. Yep. But and she worked full time, right, the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My parents both worked full time growing up, and I always felt like now that I'm my own parent, I look back and I'm like, how did you guys like work full time? Yeah. And do all the things like we and were had all a special in, needs child, special needs child. We were all in sports, music. Whenever I said, hey, can I do this camp or hey, can I do this? They always said yes. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I got to do this sounds spoiled when it is, but I got to do whatever I wanted. They fulfilled that for me. And yeah. I feel like that got me a really great start on life and just yeah. having the opportunities and stuff. So I feel, I feel thankful for that. But um, yeah, I mean, right when I turned 18, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. So I went right into nursing school. Um, I met my husband, Jesse. Well, you're skipping a big part here. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. She's, really she's forgetting the, for, she's forgetting about, cause I, she won't boast about herself. But I will boast about her. She not only had four, there was four of them total and her parents worked full time. Ashley's the smartest person I know. She had a full ride scholarship to ASU for nursing school <laughs> She graduated nursing school with a fucking 4.0. If you have ever been in nursing school or you know about nursing school, then you know how fucking hard that is. Like yeah. that's a 93% and higher on every single class for a four-year college degree. That's nuts. So she – and she also would teach piano, right? Yeah, I taught So she piano. worked in high school. Yeah. She did extracurricular activities. She got a full-ride scholarship to college. 
and she had three younger brothers and her brothers are also extremely intelligent Very she has smart. one in the navy one just graduated from boise state right yeah full right yeah, scholarship that he got like your parents did such a good job. Yeah, so, they really did. I feel very thankful for that because I went into nursing school and yeah, did that in three years. Yeah. I have my master's in nursing now, but that was years, years after I graduated nursing school. Um, but yeah, I mean, I met Jesse when I was 18. Mm-hmm. He was 19. We went to the same high school together, but he was a year older, already in the military. And we were like your stereotypical military couple. Like yeah. we did a lot of long distance. We got married super young. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to be together. So yeah, and know. it here you are. I married know. Ten, 10 years, years later. ten yeah. years in March, which is crazy. And that's like you just know. And I mean, we both had the same experience where we got engaged really young, and people had their opinions about it. Oh yeah, but we just knew, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, it's worked out for us. But yeah, Jesse was in the Navy for six years. Six years. Yep. And now he's a police officer. Yep. Yeah. And I remember, so how me, we met, met in high school technically. Yes. Because you're a year older than me. Mm-hmm. So she, we had like kind of met in passing, went to the same high school. So I actually met Jesse prior to Ashley. We went to junior high together. And then my mom was his youngest brother's first grade teacher. Mm-hmm. So we had like kind of always known each other's families or each other in a way. But my high school boyfriend enlisted in the military. And so you and I started messaging back and forth on Facebook a lot. Yeah, like military. About military stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, I remember you planning your wedding Mm -hmm. and like sharing things you were making for it. Because she was always a big DIY bitch. Yeah, I still She would fucking (laughs) knit these headbands and she would do family photos of her and Jesse and their dogs. Literally killed me inside. But like that was a trendy thing was like those thick, chunky headbands. Yeah, I was on trend with those. You were. Those were the shit. (laughs) So we would kind of DM back and forth. And then when I got into nursing school... That's when I think it was like your senior year. Or you like you just graduated. Yeah. Cause I I finished nursing school in 2017. Yeah, I finished nursing school in 2015. Okay, yeah. So you probably just graduated. And yeah. I was like in my first or second semester mm-hmm. of nursing school. Cause I remember you would like ask me how it was going. And yeah. like I was obsessed with your YouTube videos. That's how you started social media. <laughs> yeah. Was this bitch would and those things popped off, by the way. They, like They did. They, she would, like, as a nursing student, do, like, show nursing students head to toe assessments. Mm-hmm. You even did, like, an interview one once yeah. when you were first interviewing. That's how I started my social media was in nursing school. And I was doing, if you go way back, it's kind of, it's funny. Now no, like it's so young, not. It's, I, she actually, because when you had reposted one not too long ago, I was like, I remember vividly where I was watching that. Yeah. And I remember thinking in my head, gosh, she's got some balls because I would never be brave enough to do this. I was like, I can barely do this in a checkoff, let alone on fucking YouTube. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, what, what made you want to try start doing that? The YouTube stuff? Yeah. Um, so it's funny. This is a funny story. But, um, and I know we've talked about this, but in spring break, in my last year of nursing school, so I was in my third semester. Mm-hmm. Um, it was spring break and I was like, I have a week off. I am bored as fuck. Like <laughs> I am so used to like working and doing like, you know, nursing school stuff, clinicals, all that. So having a week off, I was like, what do I do with my life? Yeah. I am going to start a YouTube channel. 
why wouldn't you? I mean, anyone else would think that way. And for a long time, I was doing daily videos back when like daily videos was a big thing. Yeah. The fact that you got a 4.0 while doing that in nursing school and also going back and forth to where Jesse was in Washington Yeah, and then back to Arizona. Yeah. I travel a lot to see him because since we got married in 2014, I was still in nursing school. We did long distance even while we were married. Mm -hmm. So when he would be stateside, I'd go visit him and then come back, do my semester. So, Because we knew, like, a lot of people that get married super young kind of fall into this stereotypical category of, like, that maybe they don't finish their degrees or yeah. they don't have a great job and then they have kids and then you're kind of stuck in the military yeah. life. And we knew we don't want to be stuck in this unless that's what we want. So, like, going to nursing school and finishing was... We knew even getting married that, like, that wasn't... I wasn't going to stop that. Yeah, for I sure. I was going to finish that. Yeah. So... And you, your YouTube took off pretty quick. Yeah. So I was doing like tons of different videos. I was doing like how I curl my hair. How I do like back when like you, you would review little makeup yep. things. I mean, people still do that, but it was just so different back then. There was like long videos. They'd mm-hmm. be like 14 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then I had a one video, how to survive nursing school that did better than the others. And mm-hmm. someone told me, they're like, well, you should just focus on nursing videos. And I was kind of offended because I was like, like, are you saying I don't know how to crumble? I hair? can do so many things. <laughs> I'm going to share about everything I can do, not just about nursing school, but they ended up being right. And so I started doing more nursing ones and those were doing better. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of focus on nursing. And so I started on YouTube and then obviously social media has changed and there's Instagram and there was TikTok and all these things. I had to kind of just, you know, navigate yeah. as time comes, but it's always been fun just to share. I love nursing. Like I love being a nurse. And so to share that with other people and know that I'm impacting them and mm-hmm. their careers. And then in turn, they can help people. It's like my my reach gets bigger because yeah. I'm helping people who are helping people. Yeah. You know. And I, I filmed a Get Ready With Me this morning and I was talking about how when I first started on Instagram and I was sharing life in like my nursing school journey, I liked it because it focused on the positives and everyone that I saw online or like shadowed in clinicals were like, are you sure you want to do this career? Mm -hmm. So-and-so happens and talk about how shitty it was. And I was like, why can't we talk about the positives? And you always talked about like how you still loved nursing and how, you know, you wouldn't want another career and you you were shining positive light, which I think is rare to find even now, especially after the pandemic. What was your first nursing job? Um, I worked in Washington cause that's where Jesse was stationed mm-hmm. at the time. So I literally graduated nursing school at Arizona state university. So I was in Arizona the day after I graduated, I left road tripped up to Washington. You're like peace fuckers. Yeah, no, literally I was almost like my husband's up there. We've been waiting this whole time to yeah. like live together. It's like we were finally starting our lives. Yeah. So I literally drove up there the next day. Um, you know, not to Washington. It took us two days to get there. I didn't drive like 26 <laughs> hours like, straight. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Gonna drive 26 hours. Um, so got up there and I had to apply for my license in Washington because um it wasn't a compact state with yeah. Arizona. So I had to actually take my NCLEX up in Washington for Washington State nursing license. And I got my approval to test like quicker than the people in Arizona for whatever reason. The Washington State Board of Nursing was like a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And so I got my approval to test like six or seven days after I finished nursing school. Oh my God. And I scheduled my test the soonest I could, which was like two or three days after that. So I took my 
NCLEX like 10 days after I graduated Damn. nursing school. Because I was like, I just spent all this time yeah. like learning about this totally. stuff. So I'm just going to take the test when it's fresh in my head. Yeah. And I had to drive, I remember, two and a half hours to the test site because it was like oh super far God. away. We lived in a rural area. Drove, took my test. It took me like 40, 45 minutes. I was like, so that was my whole like nursing career is determined by this one like minutes. short test. Yeah. And I left, drove two and a half hours back home and I ended up obviously passing because here I am. Wow. But um, So I worked up in Washington my first year on like a medical surgical slash telemetry floor for adults. Very small hospital, very rural. I'm glad I started there because I think if I went from where I work now to a rural hospital, I would have been like, what is going on yeah. here? Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Where's all your resources? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and I just didn't know any better because that's where I started off. And so within like six months, I was cross-trained to work in the ER, to work in the ICU. And their hospital is just much smaller, less less acuity because, mm-hmm. you know, they just didn't have many specialties there. Everyone would get shipped out if you needed anything specialized. Yeah. So um, I was thankful to start there because it made me be resourceful mm-hmm. and then now I'm working after that year, I moved back to Arizona because Jesse was going to be getting out of the military. Mm-hmm. So moved back here and started working in the ICU. And I've been there ever since. I love the ICU. I was so, I didn't know if I wanted ICU or ER when I first did that first year on med surge. Mm-hmm. And so I applied to both and ended up getting an interview in the ICU. And so I was like, uh, well, I kind of want to do ER, but I guess I'll just interview for this ICU position. I could not imagine you an ER nurse. Oh my like, gosh. Like not... I, one leg. Oh my gosh, I would be dying down there. I'd be like, wait, why are my lines yeah, not labeled? Your your mind is like way too OCD. Oh, I'm so type A. ICU is perfect for me. So mm-hmm. interview there, they offered me the job. So I was like, well, ER didn't like give me an interview or anything. So I'm like, I might as well take this position. And if I like it, great. If I don't, I'll just be there for a year and then go to the ER and yeah. I can try different things. That's the beautiful thing of nursing. You can do anything literally every, yeah whatever you want there's yeah. a job <laughs> when you. when jesse i actually don't know if i know this when jesse got out of the navy and you guys moved to arizona because i knew you guys bought your house which mm-hmm. their first house was so cute it was um what what was jesse doing so he when he initially got out of the military he had about a year and a half ish before he went into do police mm-hmm. and so he was going to school full-time yeah at asu and then he worked as actually a um, in a different city than where he's working now as like a police aide. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's he did right. that, um, in hopes with getting on with yes. that department, but that's kind of when we started yes. talking more. I mean, yes. we were talking about talking more because Jesse was trying to get, get into policing, policing and David was already doing it. Yeah. And then you were doing the nursing. I was yeah. doing the nursing. So we were kind of like living the same totally. lives, which is really where our yeah. whole like story kind of starts. Yeah. So we lived in San Diego at this time because I think David's no David's grandpa was still alive. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was. Yeah, he I was think, still alive. Yeah. It was like the last part of his life. Yeah. Oh yeah, he very much was. Yeah, he was definitely still alive. Well, this is, wait, was he? Because Jesse was always said, "I wish I could have met him." Oh no, we didn't stay at your house the yeah, first time. You didn't That's stay, you why. Were at an the Airbnb. first time when we yes. came to see you guys, we stayed somewhere else. Yes, and then yeah, okay. Yeah, so we had still been talking back and forth and you had said like hey we're coming to stay in san diego for like a little vacation we're taking our dogs we're staying in an airbnb mm-hmm. let's meet up and we're like yeah for sure so we met up got lunch at that cute Wait, little restaurant you have to tell the oh story my of god we showed up. okay this so is like set the tone for our entire relationship okay really, so truly i 
obviously knew Jesse and Ashley, but David had not met them yet. But Mm -hmm. he obviously knew about them. So we're all like finally meeting for the first time. This is like in 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, it had to have been, yep. And they show up. You can take it over from here. Yeah, so we show up and like we have haven't all kind of met as a group before so it's like the first time we're all kind of meeting as a group and introducing jesse and david Mm -hmm. and so i show up and because jesse was like so hungover from the night before (laughs) we had like drank a bunch of wine like at airbnb and so he's he's like i'm gonna go throw up really quick and i was like what why don't want to make them wait so like he goes to throw up and I come to like meet you guys. And then Jesse like strolls in a couple he minutes later and he's fucked up. <laughs> and he's like all like just like hung over. And yeah. that's how he made he's like, I'm so sorry, guys. I just literally puked like behind yeah, the dumpster in the yeah. parking lot. And I was like, like, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh gosh, they're gonna think we're like so weird or yeah. something. But I still have the photo I took of us while we were waiting for you guys, and I have bleach yep. blonde hair with that hat. And, yeah, and David's wearing a hat too. David has a hat on. Hats on. Yeah, I don't know if we thought we were fucking going to like a runway show or something. No, literally, oh I God. thought that was so cool. I was like, oh, they match like kind of like together. That's <laughs> yeah. cute. Jesse would never. Can you imagine? I was like, can you wear this matching hat? Yeah, he'd, he'd be, be like, like no. no, yeah, no, not matching you ever. So that's like how it was went from like friends to like family basically because then after david's grandpa passed obviously jesse and david really hit it off because jesse really wanted to be a cop so david Mm -hmm. was kind of helping give advice and things like that and then you were a nurse i just finished nursing school so then you guys started making trips out yeah. all the time yes. to come Monopoly see us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like hours. before we had the kids, we would literally stay up till like 3 a.m. Yeah. We got the Monopoly. digital Monopoly. Oh, yeah. And we, we were like, we could up. play a game in 45 minutes. We're playing like 10 games. Oh, yeah. Let's go. And I miss that. Like, but it, <laughs> for too. us, like once our kids go down, it's like, we don't want to play a fucking board game. We want to lay on the couch It'd on our phones. I know the times have changed. Yeah. But in, a, in the best way possible. Totally. But yeah, totally. now we're like. No, let's let's order Dairy Queen and yeah. just sit and talk. Yeah. So then we were like, we should totally have kids together. <laughs> literally, we're like, when do you want to start a family? Yeah. I don't even. I would love to go back on those first conversations. I don't even remember because I don't remember how it even came up. But I think we were kind of like, yeah, I kind of want to start trying. I think we're gonna start trying next yeah. month. And you're like, yeah, I think we'll start trying to do yeah. too. And yeah, like we literally did. So I like got <laughs> off birth it. control, and you. You were way more accurate of like tracking your ovulation yeah, where I was, I was just kind of like on an app fucking around and then you got pregnant and I was like, oh, I should probably try. So I started the temperature method. Yeah. And then literally you and I were the first people we called. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you were the first person I called where I was like, holy shit. And we're like, it look at this. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I was sitting in. David was out with the girls in the kitchen eating breakfast and I literally closed the toilet door and I called you and mm-hmm. I sent you a photo because I peed in a cup and like dipped it. Yeah. And yeah, you were the same. You literally told me you were pregnant just a couple weeks before. And yep. both of our kids, so both sets of our kids are exactly 20 days apart. Yep. So Callie, and what's crazy is our birth stories are also so similar, yeah, which is, is crazy. wild to mm-hmm. me. But so we obviously were extremely close like our whole pregnancies Mm -hmm. and we were still living in san diego we didn't move back to arizona until ziggy was 10 months old Mm -hmm. 
So they would come out probably once a month yeah. to come see us. Like yeah. there's pictures and videos of us paddleboarding with these fucking giant yeah, ass we're, bellies. We're super pregnant. Oh yeah, so <laughs> pregnant. And remember the boys would be up like getting so drunk and be like, can you make us mac and cheese? We're pregnant. Like, fuck you. Make yeah, your own yeah. mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm growing your fucking baby. <laughs> so this whole time that we're pregnant, we're like, there is no other option. We will be giving birth naturally. Yeah no epidurals fuck the drugs we are gonna do this thing. oh god we, we were women. so fucking dumb yeah. so ashley went into labor naturally and i remember i was like okay we're like you're good we're sticking to the birth plan whatever and then i i tried to stay up and i remember i looked i was off like 2 or 3 a.m and i got a photo of you at like 3 30 or something yeah and it was I can't stop fucking puking. I got the epidural. Yeah, and yeah. It just, you're just like racked out. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. If she can't do it, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to do it. And then go go ahead with the rest of your birth story. because Yeah. Nuts. I just was in labor for literally forever. I, Over 40 hours. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. total from the time I like started contractions to getting my C-section. Because spoiler alert, I got a C-section. Yeah. <laughs> With all the drugs. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like 46 hours. And so I like really didn't enjoy Callie's birth that much because it was yeah. like, it wasn't traumatic in the sense that I was worried about like losing her or like bleeding a lot or anything like that. It was just traumatic in the sense that it was forever. Yeah. And then it wasn't, I never really thought I'd have a C-section, which is dumb of me. Not really, just whatever. You know, you don't plan for having a C-section, but I wish I would have at least put that thought in my head of like that being a possibility yeah. and then maybe I wouldn't have felt as like disappointed with yeah. it but I mean it is what it is she's here I'm here and then Cruz birth my yeah. second baby was super healing for yeah. me and being able to do a plan c-section totally enjoy totally yeah so well and what's crazy is you were almost fully dilated ready to push but they didn't realize until Callie was born via C-section. The cord was wrapped around her neck twice. Yeah. So it's so like she a blessing was being dis- like pulled back almost. Yeah. They said she wasn't able to like descend yeah. well enough. And if she would have, it would have been probably a little more dangerous because of the cord being wrapped yeah. around. But yeah, it ended up all working out in that sense. And then. But I remember know. finding out that you got your C-section and I was like, oh my fucking God. Because first it was yeah. like, okay, Zofran's not doing anything. I cannot stop puking. I'm in so much pain. Got the epidural. And you were so far dilated, yeah. too. Yeah, it just. But seemed, you were like so nauseous. I was so nauseous. I'm I'm a puking person. I've just learned that. Yeah, like if same. I feel sick, I'm just gonna puke, yep. and I don't have any fear of it. I'd rather yep. go like throw it up than try to hold it down. Yeah, that's probably TMI. But um, yeah, like all throughout my pregnancies were re- was really sick. So like when I was sick in labor, I was like, of course, why wouldn't I just like throw yeah. up my entire labor? Yeah. So that happened, and then I remember telling David like oh, fuck, this is going to be harder than I thought. <laughs> so Callie was born, which Callie was a really difficult baby. Yeah, um, yeah, she was. Thanks, it's honestly Callie. just her fucking personality. <laughs> Cheeks, I love you as much as my own children, but God, you were the hardest kid ever. She was. She was crazy. Um, But then I ended up having to get induced because I got induced at 39 weeks because Ziggy's head circumference was measuring so large. And Mm -hmm. because of David's height and his birth weight, they were like, let's try to induce you because they were doing a weekly anatomy scans. And they're like, if you want to even try vaginal, there's no way this kid's fitting out of you. So as you know, I got induced and then I had almost the same thing where I didn't progress as far. I only dilated to a two, but 
he started going bradycardic and it was like 42 hours i think yeah, total yeah yours was super and it was the too. same shit and yeah. they were like it's already been almost two days you're only dialing into a two and he's in distress so we're just doing a c-section so sure mm-hmm. enough and i'm like retching on the table Ugh. when they were cutting me open because i was like oh god i see what she means now yeah and then he was born and they were exactly 20 days apart and yeah. then when was Callie six weeks old when you guys drove back to San Diego? Yeah, because she was six weeks old because she just got her tongue tie oh, done. yeah. And she was a naughty baby. Oh, she And Ziggy was, was three weeks. That's their yeah. first photos together. Ziggy's yeah. like 20 days old and Callie's like six weeks old. And they're in there. We would put them in these um, little sleep sacks so we could just pull it up at night to do diaper changes. And I remember... It was so funny because we would be up all night texting for months. Oh, gosh. Like, Making literally, Amazon purchases. We would send each other Amazon links. I'd be in my fucking recliner <laughs> in the living room and we'd be checking in with each other. Mm-hmm. And FaceTime wasn't really that big then. So we were just kind of texting. Yeah. But like, you were like my 3 a.m. go-to. Yeah. I was like, hey, bitch, you up? You're like, yep. It was honestly, postpartum is so hard. Oh, just yeah. in general, like for everyone out there. I always say like, number one advice, yeah, plan for your birth. But like plan for your postpartum 100%. because you it's that's just a difficult time for women or, or at least for me and yeah. I know for you. Oh, for sure. But to have like that support, mm-hmm. it was like we are commiserating together. Like mm-hmm. this is really hard, but like we were surviving it and yeah. we we're like things get better, right? Like yeah. they get better and we you get through it. And it was some of our best memories are from those first days. Sure. Like waking up in the middle of the night to like come bring my breast milk out and yeah. he's like feeding Ziggy on your like recliner and I'd be like hi I know like, we used to like one where I'm like hey and I'm like and I'm bye s- I'm going God, back you're to bed. so fucking tired <laughs> yeah yeah so there's a little picture of Callie and Ziggy so tiny yeah just like six and three weeks old I think mm-hmm. and in their little sleep socks and Callie's like eating his head yeah yeah but those trips kept on going until Ziggy right before he turned 10 months Dave and I were so lonely. We're like, we had no friends, no family. I was stuck on night shift. And if you're, if you've ever worked as a nurse in California, you know, you're stuck on nights for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And then David had a really far commute. So we were like, we're either going to move to where he's working, but then I would have to commute and still be on night shift or move back to Arizona. And you guys pretty much are the reason we moved back. We're like, Yeah. yeah, we, we just have to go back. So we ended up buying a house in the same neighborhood that you guys decided to build in mm-hmm. before your house was built and then that was it and yeah. literally we were together like three to five days a week I, <laughs> I know now we're like we just should now we need like a cul-de-sac yeah we, we need like, like a combined we'll, house we'll, a combined house yeah. to raise our kids together because our kids they love each other but they fight like they're oh siblings. my god it's they so don't bad. do it with any other friends in our lives that have kids but man when they're together it's like yeah They'll beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. One of them's constantly coming out complaining. We're like, go to the playroom. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure it out. (laughs) But when the kids first started talking, Callie and Ziggy, I remember we were all sitting at lunch and we're like, so are we all going to call each other auntie and uncle? Yeah. We're like, yeah. Yeah. So Ash has been the auntie to my kids since they were born and vice versa. But we like... I don't think people realize that we really are like a big family mm-hmm. because like if anything happens to you guys, I take your kids and vice versa or because I'm like your parents get to an age where like my parents are older. So my dad's going to be 70 soon. And I'm like, God forbid anything happens. Mm-hmm. My kids look at you guys as family. Yeah, absolutely. Like vice versa. they've just always been involved in each other's lives and like literally been siblings. Yeah. You know, 
So it's just so fun and special because we're together all the time. But then, oh, also I, I left out the fact that when we moved back to Arizona, David went back to his previous department, which is where Jesse works. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they worked for the same department. And then when I got my day shift position in PICU, it's at the same hospital you work at, but the yeah. pediatric side. Yep. So we were literally just like mirroring each other's lives. Yeah, we'd like send each other notes in the tube station. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> snacks. Or like if if we would ever, wa- I would ever walk over there, like we meet in the cafeteria. Yeah. Gosh, it, that's it, crazy to think about. Remember the time we like filmed a TikTok in the parking lot before work <gasps> at like 6.20 in the morning where like people probably think, who the heck are these nurses? Yeah, and people were like, losers. <laughs> where's their stethoscope in the parking lot? Um, yeah. Me, because I wanted attention and it worked. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> seriously um yeah and then we would call each other after our shifts because we'd bitch to each other about what happened oh my gosh I yeah know. well then we planned our second babies together during so the pandemic during the we pandemic pre- pregnant how did that even which oh, we you worked in ashley worked in like the adult COVID icu yeah. though so like i can't even complain about working during the pandemic because ashley well, can, was but ashley was fucking waddling around oh my god literally Those by the way some good times <laughs> um crew was born 10 pounds one ounce a week early yeah the fuck like <laughs> you're telling me literally <laughs> fucking crazy and you were all belly i remember when that child was born i was like he, he looks like, like a fuck no he looks like the caterpillar from bugs life yeah you so roly sucking on your tit. That was the first video I got. I know his arms are so big. His yeah. face is like oh so squishy. God. I know. I was so... So that's... You know, I had the unplanned C-section with Callie. And so for crew, I was torn between V-back C-section. Mm-hmm. And you were pretty much C-section from the get-go. You're yeah. like, oh, schedule yeah. C-section. I was I, like, I'll never fucking do that again. Yeah. I was like... I don't know. I really felt like I needed this redemption. And I know that sounds silly, but I know a lot of women still feel that way. Yeah. It's like I didn't get a vaginal birth and I really wanted the opportunity. Yeah. So I, up until like I even went in, I was like, well, I'll just schedule my C-section for 39 weeks. Crew is measuring big, obviously, now that we know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, let me just schedule it for 39 weeks. If I go into labor prior, I'll just maybe give a V back a shot. Yeah. And then if, you know, I go to get to 39 weeks, I'll just get a C-section. Yeah. I guess that's what it's going to be. And so obviously I didn't go into labor, went in for my 39-week C-section. I'm like doing the pre-op stuff. And I remember telling Jesse like, you know, I think I could go another couple weeks if I really needed to. I wasn't like that miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I was uncomfortable and I was like, okay, I'm glad to be giving birth, but I wasn't like, I'm done. Yeah. And so gave, you know, did the C-section. And when they said he was 10-1, I was like, there's a reason I got you would have had a 12 pound baby that would never fit out of you if you, you would went. have made one giant hole I know no literally it would be fucking crazy <laughs> well it's funny too because I remember when you guys were like yeah I think we're gonna start trying and you got your IUD out Dave and I were like oh god I don't think we're ready like, yeah you guys weren't we weren't ready we, yeah. but then my IUD got embedded in my uterus yeah the same time I was like getting mine out to get yeah. pregnant so she ripped it out and I was like we're thinking about waiting like maybe four or five more months like Mm -hmm. have closer to a three-year age gap and she's like well i'm not putting another iud in and then you guys got pregnant and david was kind of like well and i could have had a baby whenever but david was more like i want to wait and plus since he had a boy he was like i don't know if i want another one but then you got pregnant i think he was like no i want to do this again with them yeah and then we're so lucky where we did (laughs) 
And our kids' second set crew is exactly 20 days older than yeah, Stevie. Yeah, just like Callie and Ziggy. Which is fucking crazy. It's like a fairy tale. It it's really like, is. When I tell this story, it's like the stuff that you see in movies, kind yeah. of. And it yeah. feels like, no, this is, but this is our real life. And people are like, no, like, exactly 20 days. I'm yeah. like, exactly 20 days. Yeah, because the first, I had, I went overdue, had my unplanned C-section. You had the induction, got a C-section. Yeah. So we didn't really have control over that 20-day thing. Yeah. But then the next round, the fact that our cycles were exactly like that 20 day yep. lapse or whatever, we got our due dates and we're like, wait, I remember like calculating our due dates. We're like, wait, that's fucking 20 yes, days apart. Like we were freaking so out. So then we're like, I wonder if our C-sections are going to get scheduled or like our dates. Cause, oh, I didn't know if I was doing the V-back or the C-section, yeah. but I was like, what if we like schedule them at the same time? Yeah. And we did surprise genders. Oh so yeah. That was, that was one thing, thing we decided together too, because we yeah. talked about that. Before we Before, even got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, like when the kids were little, I think because it was both of our first babies, we just wanted to know. Yeah. Oh, and that, I love that story too because we did the Adkins gender reveal at our uh-huh. San Diego house. Yeah, we have that video and everything. And I remember true. walking through Target with you guys and getting the email yeah, and seeing it was a girl. And I was like, oh my God, because Jussie and Ashley have all boys on both sides of their families. Yeah, three like, boys it's and three brothers for all, all brothers for both of them. And so Ashley was like the only girl and so, especially for Jesse's mom, Mimi, mm-hmm. like she wanted a girl so bad. So bad. So when Dave and I saw that it was a girl, we we're like, oh my God, they're going to frick, f- just flip out. Yeah. So I still have the video. I know. It was a balloon, right? Was yeah, a balloon it was a big balloon. balloon. Yeah. You guys went and got oh, it. Oh, Bob and, and Mary got yeah. the, our next door neighbors. Didn't yes. they get it for us? I don't, I don't remember, but I just remember David's laugh in that video. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get so mad. You're doing so good. David has genuine. I know. David has like, if he someone like really makes him belly laugh, he has this laugh that he does, and he hates it so much. But Ashley does the best impression. Please do it. (laughs) He's gonna be so mad. That's in there. Literally watches like unsubscribe. (laughs) Fuck you. Cheers. Podcast. Whenever he laughs and does that, I always copy him. And then he starts laughing more and like getting mad about it. Cause but he, I love it because like if I make him laugh like that, I'm like, oh, you think I'm funny? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, then we had our second set of little fuckers who were, <laughs> who were also born 20 days apart. Yeah. And they're even worse than the first ones. <laughs> I just feel like we, it's so funny to see our parenting evolve from like our first babies and yeah. all, like we're so worried and concerned everything. And now we're now like, like, I don't give a fuck yeah, what you do. Just, Go eat raw spaghetti for lunch. <laughs> ask if I fucking care. Yeah. You want six yogis? Here you go. Yeah, Here's your six real. yogurt today. You want a knack? Yeah. A knack. We sound like such bad parents. I know. Kelly, I, Kelly's been saying, I want a knack yeah. instead of a snack since she was like, by the way, you think she's smart? Her fucking kid? God damn. Callie is, let me tell you, that's my girl right there. Like, Ziggy was obviously a boy. So when Callie was born, I was like, you're 50% my genetics. <laughs> you liked it in her hair. You know, I fucking love that child. I mean, god damn. Anyways, so <laughs> leave it to my son. Wants to use a binky till he's 12. Took his first step at 42. Didn't say a damn word till he was fucking seven. Like literally so just chose everything on his own time, which is totally fine. Yeah. Typical for a boy. Callie, she sent me a fucking video when she was eight months old taking her first steps. I said, the <laughs> fuck? My kid can't even roll over yet. They're 20 days apart. But it's so funny because it's literally still them today. And they're, Ziggy's obviously like, they're both on track yeah. for like their yeah. schooling and stuff. But their personalities, oh. Ziggy's much more 
pat not not passive in a bad way just like he's content he's content he doesn't he's, care yeah he's easygoing he's yeah you know more relaxed and laid back yeah. and Callie's like whipping him into shape yeah and well she, she makes just a, like does everything yeah she made a video in Calvin's one of her saying like a hundred over a hundred words and i yeah. was like cool my kid hasn't even said mama yet <laughs> so Callie and her personality. So like she will be doing some major shit with her life. Oh, like she'll be the first yeah. female president or something. Something. But yeah. And then it was funny because she had been walking for pretty much all of her life. And <laughs> we decided when they were one to start doing our yearly Destin trip. So every yeah. year we go to Destin every summer with all of our families. Yep. And it's been four, four summers that we've done yeah, that, Yeah, because right? the first time we went... Ziggy was 17 months and Kelly yeah. was 18 months. Yeah. And that's when he first started yeah. walking. So he there. was like, no, I'm going to start walking on the sand, which yeah. is like the most difficult place to walk. And he just started walking. I was like, okay, cool. So yeah. we were going to literally, <laughs> no, literally, that's exactly how it went. Yes. And we were going to put him in PT. Our pediatrician was like, if you guys don't see him improving, like wanting to walk when you get back from your trip, like we do have to start physical therapy. And I was like, fuck. But then on the sand, he's like, nah, I'm going to start walking. Yeah, he's like, it's a good time. I was waiting for yeah. a legit moment. Yeah, like, where we're on 100%. And then, I mean, you also had a redemption moment with newborn phase because Crew was such a good baby. He was. We fl- we basically we flip-flopped. flip-flopped. We flopped genders. Flopped, yeah. So I got the video, Crew was a boy, and then we called you. you we called you before my parents knew the yeah. gender of my kids. Yeah, Sorry, no, mom. No, same. No, same. <laughs> and we called you when I was in PACU, and we're like, yeah. it's a girl. And we swapped genders, which was crazy. Yeah. But then I got the Cali baby version, mm-hmm. and Crew was like Ziggy, yep. so chill, such a good boy. Yep. It's funny, because I used to remember like thinking in my head, because Ziggy was so easy compared to Cali. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with her? Oh. I literally thought something was wrong with her or yeah. me. Yeah. But like our second babies, we flip-flopped and like we're both just yeah. so much more relaxed. You're probably like, have fun, but... fucker. Yeah, there. I'm like, good luck. I'm sorry that I started with my <laughs> difficult ones. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I'm texting you and you took me like, sorry, I was asleep. I was like, oh, really? Were you? Was it a good rest? I have even fucking rested right now. <laughs> Yeah, but it's I don't I know I hate to like stereotype into genders, but like our females were just oh, typical yeah. like feisty, so and our boys have been much more like yeah. chill. Oh, and we swapped all our baby shit, which is fun because mm-hmm. we gave each other all of our old baby clothes. Yeah, because we switched genders. Yep, I remember I had everything all packed in a bag, like garbage bags, and I was like, "Well, Gosh, I have so a girl." Fucking organized and had it together. Like my kid's <laughs> six months old. I was like, "Oh, I guess you want these." <laughs> I'm like I've been buying shit on Amazon. Can you give me your stuff? Damn it, you had a girl. <laughs> oh my god but, but now we're both are you you officially decided you're done right oh yeah we're done well there was a slight discussion oh god when don't you remember how you were like oh well i want for a while i was kind of like yeah a third like after having crew i was like i don't know which I don't that know. really would be good luck to you because i would never yeah actually you're gonna raise it half the time <laughs> you know how i do it i 100 percent would i'm like i'll take night shift i actually feel like okay having a third kid would be hard but like it might be easier because you wouldn't have another kid and yeah. your kids are older. Oh. So like I could like, <laughs> just like I can count on Auntie to help <laughs> raise it. <laughs> I need to go hang out over there. I'm dead. Yeah, I just think like but no, we're we're done. I don't want to. S- no, the the longer the older crew gets, and the totally. more when I see these little newborns, I'm yeah. like, it's not for me. No, and it's we have such a good routine down, mm-hmm. and obviously each phase of their life is has some sort of difficulty. Yeah. 
But now that life's like, we always talk about how now at our, we call it family dinner Mm -hmm. where at least once a week we'll like have dinner over here or over there and we can like sit out by the fire and they're inside playing. Yeah. Self-entertain themselves. And we're like, holy shit, when did this become our life? I know. Like we can actually sit and have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, not all the time. Let's be honest. We're still not all the way there, but like there's, we can get these moments where we're like, wow, they're getting bigger. Like this is like their whole, and this is like their whole childhood. I know. know? But it's fun now because they're starting to, like, remember things. And I love it because we'll just, like, blow up the big bounce house mm-hmm. in the backyard and put the projector on, watch sports, yep. do keg stands in between <laughs> while the kids play. Just normal mom shit, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> just typical stuff. Well, that's actually a funny story because before I got – it was, like, my boobs were scheduled, I think, to get done. Yeah, it was, like, a couple weeks after because yeah. the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, last year's Super Bowl – and I was a loser in college. I didn't do anything. So I never did a keg stand or anything. And so they got keg stands and I was like, or they'd got, it's not called a keg stand. Is it? It's called a keg. <laughs> it's just a keg. Yeah. Oh shit. You do See? a keg stand on the keg. Okay. So they got kegs and I was like, I want to do a keg stand. And so <laughs> listen, my tits were sagging down to my waist. So I wasn't wearing a bra. No one could tell. And I was in like this Nike sweat set and I was mm-hmm. like, hold my legs, hold me. I'm like fucking just ready to go. And I do a full keg stand and someone's holding my legs. But I'm holding one side. Someone else is holding the other. So yeah, but my other. sweatshirt was like drooping down like this and someone got a video. Yeah. And it's literally looks like boulders and tube socks. Just there's a seven inch gap between those fuckers. They were swinging high and and low. Like I don't even know how to describe it, but they were just complete. They it looked like Squidward's testicles or something. I don't even know. But, like his nose. His oh, testicles. his nose. Yeah. Have you ever seen Squidward's testicles? No, I just imagine them really saggy. They probably are because his nose is really saggy. Okay, so it was like two Squidward noses next to each other, but like a gap this wide apart. And it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And you were a G and you held up. You, I did. I realized what was happening. Yeah. So I lifted it up. But. I saw that video and I was like, give me silicone yesterday. Yeah. You're like, thank God my boobs are scheduled. No, for real. That was the best money I've ever spent. But that was absolutely terrifying. But can you imagine like if Ziggy and Callie were just looking like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Like, mom, oh, mom's upside down doing a keg stand again. Yeah. Well, then they're like, I'll do it. I want to do it. We're yeah. Like, <laughs> we're like, no. Ziggy wanted to like pump the beer thing oh, on the Super gosh. Bowl. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Just- <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to grow up very well-rounded children. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> they, they see like so much normal in our lives mm-hmm. that like the outside noise or like influences that will come into their ear at school i'm not as worried about because they're not so sheltered that they're going to be so curious oh yeah totally and like i talked to a lot of my friends that grew up in super religious households that they're like if my life was like that i wouldn't have rebelled against my parents Mm -hmm. yeah so i feel like we're doing them a benefit yeah and with our careers i feel like we're both exposed to a lot of different things Mm -hmm. like with david's career jesse's career yours and i's like we just see a lot of things. And so we're going to prepare our kids the best we can, Yeah, you know, with that type of stuff. And so I don't know. I feel like I grew up really sheltered and not in like a bad sense, but when I became a nurse, I was like, 
holy shit. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like what yeah. is going on in the world? Like yeah. I didn't even realize that these people could be so sick or in these living conditions yeah. and people could struggle so much. Yeah. And that's very like a sheltered thing for me. And my parents were great parents. They were just, you know, I yeah. just grew up that way. But I'm like, I do want my kids to have a better understanding of like what's going on a little bit in the world to like an appropriate level. I don't want them like going to bed having anxiety over yeah. stuff that is yeah. out of their control. But like there's different type of people and we can love and respect all different types of people and just be more open-minded for and, sure. and stuff in general. And I think that was kind of the same with when I worked in peds was I would get these teenagers and hearing about their life and like why they would want to take their own life or mm-hmm. why they were partying or what why they were rebelling against their parents, whatever the case may be. I always try to think about stories like that of like how I could be better for my kids mm-hmm. so that they don't ever get to that point. Because yeah. a lot of these, a lot of issues that these kids had were they didn't feel comfortable coming to their parents mm-hmm. about certain things that were happening or how they felt or pressures that they were feeling or wanting to cave into. Because I think we're so good mm-hmm. about being understanding and non-judgmental. Yep. Because if I had that growing up, I also feel like my life would have been different, yeah. you know, but I didn't have anyone to go to. And I also love that our kids have each other to go to. Oh, yeah. Well, and like you and me, like they all say things to us. Oh, like, yeah. Your Still. older girls will come yeah. say stuff to Jesse oh, yeah. and I. Yeah. And it's so like fun yep. and cute that they're yep. like kind of, they look at us like oh, yeah. Biden and yeah. stuff. Because they're like you're not my mom or my dad, so I'm going to talk to you. And it's so interesting because it's – Dave and I still are, like, so open and they know that they don't get in trouble and they talk to us about stuff. But it's just different. It's different when when it's your your parents. parents. It's so different. Mm -hmm. So I love that Ziggy and Stevie and my oldest two can go to you guys and your kids can go to me. And, of course, we talk to each other about it, but, like, (laughs) they don't need to know that, you know. Just so we can all be on the same page. Yeah, Callie will 100% be calling me to pick her up from a party when she's, like, 100%. 100%. We're so screwed She is her her father's daughter. She is her father's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, last few things I want to ask. What's your favorite memory of our relationship? Oh, gosh. I had to pick one specific thing. I mean, if I've made that much of an impact, you can totally pick more than one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's just, it's so much. I think being moms together has been probably my f- most favorite, like just in any regard, like when we take the kids to the park, when we go to the stores, like we'll go run errands, whatever little things it is. It's like, I just feel so good knowing that like this is their childhood that Mm -hmm. we're giving them and they're going to grow up and like have these memories and like how special it is for our kids to grow up like this. But then just having like each other during the best and worst times, like I can genuinely say you guys know everything about us, Mm -hmm. our struggles, the good, the bad, and to have that friendship that's always been open and not judgmental has been I mean, you're, I think like soulmates can come in all different forms, but Mm -hmm. you're like, you're my soulmate, friend, sister, like whatever you want to call it. But, um, I think if I have to pick specific stuff, it's just anything around being moms Mm -hmm. to our kids. Cause we've just connected so much on that. But then like when we're not with our kids, we also have a lot of fun. And I feel like when you become a parent, you start to have friends that you can only hang out with with no kids you have your friends that you only hang out with with all the kids and then you have like our friendship where we're like we can go leave the kids and have an awesome time Mm -hmm. and we can also like all enjoy each other's company when the kids are around yeah they mesh into our lives very well well i say to people all the time 
I mean, you're David and I feel you guys are the only people we will ever be our full, true, authentic self with because you guys have watched so many things change in our life and you've mm-hmm. been the only like consistency for us. And that keeps me very grounded and humble, but also realize the importance of like, I feel like so many people will DM me on a weekly basis. Like, are you and Ashley still best friends? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, but it's not an, a public internet thing. Like that's mm-hmm. our family. So like yeah. when we're over there, I'm not filming content. I'm not really yeah. taking photos. Mm-hmm. I put my phone down. Like that is our family time. That's yeah. so sacred. But you, I don't think I would survive motherhood without you. I don't think mm-hmm. I would survive even my coming into the ICU when I first started working like in PICU mm-hmm. when, I mean, all my pregnancies, now my job with how much criticism I get, mm-hmm. you know, being able to have you guys as like our home base because you've seen all those parts of me yeah, and been the only one that's stayed, yeah, you know? Well, and social media makes everything social media is wonderful and terrible at the same time and people have opinions on everything but it's been hard as a friend to see how much people are just so like hard on you right now and knowing like who you are as a person during social media before social media who you're going to be after like it's sad to see people create an idea of you that's Mm -hmm. not even like true well and it's but that's for all those thousands of people that say things though that that's all that matters to me is like the people that actually know me and love me or my family, my kids, all that matters is what they see and what they know. Mm -hmm. Other people's opinions are their problem. Yeah. And it's, it's just, that's, it's annoying. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) fuck the haters. But was that, um, we were at fucking writer. Yeah. We were on our little date and that waitress stopped me and said, she followed me and she was so cute. And I gave her a hug and she was like, yeah, fuck the haters. And I was like, you know what? I like you. Yeah. I said, thank you so much for that. That was so sweet of her. That was sweet. And I was like, I should just get that tattooed right on my arm. Fuck the haters. Just do FTH. We should get matching tattoos. We should. We should do that for a podcast episode. Get get tatted while we're on the podcast. That that would be cool. That would be get your girl over here. So badass. We should just do an A. Yeah, we should. I was thinking like, where do you think? On the (laughs) neck. On your butt. On your neck. I like how you go to the extreme. Like, okay, I have two tattoos. You have like 900. You're like, oh, "Oh, let's do the neck. (laughs) That's for sure where we need to get this. I remember when you and Jess were on your honeymoon and you got the baddest tattoo of your wedding day on your rib cage. And I was like, who is this bitch? I know. Because you were like so innocent and naive. And I was like, not her getting a rib tattoo. Whoa. I almost just fell back in the chair (laughs) on her honeymoon. All right. Well, on that note, apparently this blue lagoon made me drunk. Well, thanks for being on Cheers. Thanks. You did such a good job, Cootie. Thank you. You did just I? chilling. Yeah, you really did. No, that's good. We should do a part two. That would be really fun. Okay. But we should get. We should do it when we're drunk. We should do like a Ooh. drunk one. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, that, let's do it. I'll talk to you later. Okay, I'm bye. Just I'll text you in five minutes. <laughs> okay, cheers. Thanks for being here. Cheers. Thanks, Cootie. Bye, guys. Bye.